Happy Wednesday, everybody, and happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners around the world. We just want you to know that we love that you take the time to listen to our podcast. In a weird twist of fate, Pam and Ricky both could not make today's show. So that leaves you here on Valentine's Day with a bromance. You get Mike and Scott doing Is This Romantic this year? So strap in. Today's going to be a weird show, but we did our best and we judge romance for our listeners around Walt Disney World. So we do that. And then in the second half of the show, we tried something a little bit different. We decided we've, we've had many, many meals together over the years because we run all these races together. We vacation together. We cruise together. Our families travel together all the time. So we decided that we picked a couple of menus around Walt Disney World and we tried to guess if we were going to dine together, what each one of us would order for each other to make the perfect meal. So just, I think we decided to go to Trattoria El Forno over on the boardwalk. And then we also went to T-Rex over in Disney Springs. So listen to what we picked for the ultimate meal for each other. And uh, yeah, we tried to kick the romance up here on Valentine's Day a bit, even though the ladies weren't here. We, uh, we did the best we could. Not a very romantic episode, but we did the best we could here in 24, so enjoy today's show. As always, today's show, even though Pam's not here, we think she can endorse today's podcast, is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan a very romantic Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. All the details on this no-cost-to-you service over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You make all these shows possible. I really do. Thank you so much for that. You can support us starting at just $5 per month over at patreon.com slash podcast. You can get our bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over patreon.com slash podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2436 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you and happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners out there. Hope you are having a great day already and uh, going to have a great uh, Valentine's. Get out there with your significant other and if you're flying solo this Valentine's Day, remember... Take care of yourself. Get out there. Buy yourself that uh, pack of Reese's peanut butter cups. Go out to your favorite restaurant. Remember, it doesn't have to be fancy. I love Taco Bell. You know, Yo Quiero Taco Bell. I think I actually have that on the board somewhere. So just whatever makes you happy today, celebrate yourself. If you have to celebrate with those you love, you know, take your kids out, you know, go out, you find your, your parents, whatever. Just do something that makes you happy celebrate those that make you happy be with your friends your family and just uh have a great day today this is going to be a different kind of show because on wednesdays we do you normally do uh listener questions we're going to push those back to friday we're going to flip-flop today and uh <laughs> we are going to bring a couple of uh is this romantics that were submitted and you know because that's a kind of a tradition here on the show but this year Pam and Ricky couldn't make it because of circumstances so this is going to be a little while we got this is this romantic 2024 
with Mike and Scott. So look out, here it comes. Scotty G joining me from up in Michigan. Scott, what's going on? Happy Valentine's Day, bro. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Mike. Uh, I apologize if the ratings drop after today's this, episode. This could be rough. It's going to be rough. I, I don't know. Like, we've survived. Like, I'm I'm about to, next year, I'll be having, like, 20 years of dating Elizabeth, 15 years of marriage. You know, like, I've been around a little bit now. You know, I'm 40. So I, I think I have a little bit of experience in the, the romance category. I You know, I got to say, it, you know, and I'm not trying to, like, toot our own horn or anything, but I think you and I kind of two of the more romantic dudes in the Disney community. I mean, you know, I, I think our wives are pretty lucky if, if, you, if you, you know, all things considered. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they might tell us that we're actually the lucky ones, but um, <laughs> you know what? What what I often say is that, uh, you know, if you're at the casino and you're and you're playing blackjack, there's there's a tie to this, trust me. And, you know, you're having a bad night. I always say, I, at least I'm lucky in love, but I'm unlucky in cards. I'd rather be lucky in love than lucky in cards oh yeah 100 percent. and i gotta say you know just like i'm sure you will here in a second you know happy valentine's day to my wife because i definitely married up uh way out of my league and uh still can't believe she said yes almost 18 years ago so thank you to that i blessings for that and uh just very lucky for what i have i mean look what i get to do i get to do a podcast i mean she lets me nerd out and you know in my little she lets me have a podcast studio in my basement i mean come on now <laughs> tell me that, you know, I get to like, go run your, she tells me, you know, go to your podcast, go talk to your little podcast people. Like, if you know, it's like, she's God, she's a saint, you know, yeah. she puts up with this. She, cause I know she doesn't want me to keep talking to her about Disney all the time. She's like, just go talk in your microphone. I'm, I'm sure people, and she didn't, you know, she, at first I know she thought, you know, almost 16 years ago, she didn't think anybody listened. But, you know, now that she's actually seen people walk up, you know, meet us at the parks, like she she has to see that people actually do listen. But it's a blessing. Yeah. I love you, Pam. <laughs> you know, it's, those, it's those small steps to building a foundation for a marriage and a relationship. So a little quick, quick story on our wedding day. So, like, we put a wedding together really quick. It wasn't it really wasn't planned. You know, like it was just like end of the year, like. Liz is falling off her parents' insurance, basically. So let's get on mine. So let's get married, kind of a deal. And but we wanted, still wanted to be nice. So we got married at the Michigan State Alumni Chapel on campus. We went to the nice conference center in town, but didn't have that much money. So and didn't invite that many people. But the meal was chicken. Like we're just going to do chicken for everybody. You know, it was the cheapest option. And our our pastor, you know, at the wedding, he was like one of my best friends, like dad. Um, he, he talked about building this foundation, you know, the, with this marriage and all this. And that night, um, without me knowing, Elizabeth had, had a, there was a steak out there and the steak was for me. So everyone got chicken, but she made sure that I got the nice big thing of beef and steak. And I always like think that was like the first step of the foundation that we built in our relationship as a marriage was her ordering that steak for me. Don't know why I'm telling that story. It's just something I always think about. I always think that that was a very romantic, nice gesture. And that's the things that we do in our relationship. We just do those small things for each other. And that's what keeps this relationship alive. That's it's just thinking about you all the way. You know, everybody else got the cheaper chicken, like father of the bride. Boom. You got the steak. I got the steak. Uh, So our first question actually in the chat, Thomas Perk, one of our great listeners helped us out with give kids the world. Going to come on the show here as soon as we get all of us all back together here in the spring. He's asking, I mean, just simply put, he's one of us, right? I mean, it's like the two of us. He just says, simply put, is Yachtsman Steakhouse romantic? 
So he doesn't really give a scenario, but Yachtsman Steakhouse, because really, I mean, a steakhouse, like, you know, because when we think of romance, you could think of other probably more romantic places. Is a steakhouse generally considered a place you would go for, for Valentine's Day to really notch up the romance? Or is this more of a, I don't know, is it just a, a classic place to go? I'm a fan of Yachtsman Steakhouse. I'm going to say it is not romantic. When when you compare it to other signature restaurants at Walt Disney World, maybe if it was like the only steakhouse in your town or something, I would say yes, it is romantic. But it's 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 more so the lighting for me. Um, you know, I want like a more like a darker lighting for like a romantic something like maybe like a flying fish or a California grill or some sort. But uh, when you compare to the options they have at Walt Disney World, I would actually say Yachtsman Steakhouse is not romantic. Maybe not the answer everyone was looking for, but that's that's the route I'm going. Yeah, I, I agree because Michelle says Yachtsman has great food, but the atmosphere a little bit lacking. You know, you're not going to get the environment, you know, uh, trying to think, like you said, trying to think other examples of like really romantic. I guess like the opposite of this would be like be our guest, like in the ballroom, right? You're probably getting more environment than food. What are some other restaurants? Let's let's get into this because we don't have a lot of these scenarios where we can kind of think about this. What are some more restaurants around property where environment trumps the food for like romance, like setting? Trying to think like California Grill kind of brings it all right because you get the the views of the Magic Kingdom. uh, I mean, that's my ultimate answer because but, you know, the environment is fantastic, but the food's great. It's on equal. It's on par with the food because the food is outstanding, too um topolino terrace is another one where like like that that environment is so great like especially if you go there like during sunsets like they have the wind like the the shade is down and then or or up and then they lower as the sun gradually goes down and then it gets dark and the food is amazing the views are outstanding so that's another one that i say is on that level of where the environment matches the food um that's a tricky one i think be our guest is a great example mike because even though I'm going to be dining there because it's been a while since I've dined there. And we were going to dine over there over spring break, actually, um, where the, you I think you are paying more for the environment. I think uh, not that this is romantic, but Space 220 is another one for mm-hmm. me where like the environment is fantastic. But the food just doesn't match that that same that same level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we're getting we're getting suggestions like uh, the boathouse outside at night by the water. But again, these are places I would say the food matches like the boathouse, the food is outstanding. To me, the food is outstanding. You have lots of great options for food. So I would, this is the whole package. Like be our guest. I'm saying environment is better than the food. Boathouse, I would say totally romantic because you're getting a great, great meal and great environment, especially at night by the water outside on a beautiful night. Boathouse, totally agree with Tammy. Chad throws in a good option. Sit down at Flame Tree Barbecue right at Park Close. By the water, especially back by Everest. That's a great counter service option, you know, to not have to break the bank and just uh, enjoy the not. Hopefully the birds aren't coming back there. That's not that that kills. So they've they've done a better job with the birds. You know, they have like those like just I don't know what you call them, but where they like distract and where they're discouraged to come around. You know, you see that a lot of outdoor eateries um, because they used to not have that. At Flame Tree, because you've been, you've witnessed my daughter like have a meltdown at a young age, oh, yeah. or maybe even as an adult, like a, a mid adult <laughs> age, over those birds because she has a fear of birds. Um, 
but yeah but yeah flame tree like kudos to them because they've they've actually like improved that area a lot not that that's what we want to talk about tonight but no michelle throws out narcusi's one of your favorite places that's another she says on point I mean, yeah, I think the environment matches the food there for sure. Um, I will say it's a little bit lighter than it used to be because I talked about that dark. I think a lighting package is really important to romance or if there's like a background loop that's playing of some sort. But um, Narcuzzi's does have a lighter package now. It's more like a beachy vibe, like like these little, little like sandy white colors. But still, like that is that's just about as nice as it gets. Same with like Citrico's at the Grand Floridian as well. And so basically all the signatures yeah, we're, we're basically calling out every signature restaurant well then alan you know dr young out in anaheim throws in vna you know victorian alberts breaks the bank but you know the original layout was based on lemur in hawaii which i you know i don't even know what that is because you know, I'm, yeah right if I, I fish out of water like when i go to paulo i've never even been to remy on the ship um paulo is as fancy as i get and the one time i forgot my pants so i had to borrow some so yeah that's about how fancy i am but in Jessica also throws in uh, Coral Reef. Okay, she's, she's mentioned the place in the seas. That would be Coral Reef. So you recently went there. <laughs> this guy, okay, it's a retro feel. I don't know. If it, to me, it is kind of, I, I would say I, that that is a romantic feel to me, but I'm a nostalgic guy. You have that, to have the kind of, you got to be, I think you got to be a little bit older to kind of have a, a romantic feel for that. I, so I don't that's think that's the best example that, that you were talking about where I think, the environment is very cool there. I don't know if it's necessarily romantic. Um, again, it, it kind of has that dark feel. You know, I like how the seating is teetered and everything. But um, the food, the food is a no-go, man. We we just we were there on New Year's Eve, and it, it was just disappointing. I think for every person in our party. Um, but I, but it is cool. It's cool. I mean, we were seated right on the right on the on the water, the water, the aquarium there too. So we had like the, one of the best seats in the house, but. Um, if you're going for like that romantic where I feel like I want a combination of nice setting and a nice meal too. And Coral Reef, unfortunately, you can't deliver that nice meal right now, Mike. Real quick, Thomas is asking, we're going to the next one here, but does Coral Reef have non a good non-seafood options? His wife won't eat seafood. I feel you. My wife doesn't eat. Nobody in my family eats seafood but me. They do have a steak. I mean, I know that. Yeah, they, they had a steak. prime rib, I think, on the menu. Um I can't remember exactly what was all. I mean, it's mo I would say it's mostly seafood, but yeah, you can get a, a non-seafood dish for sure, Thomas. And Sarah, I love this. Sometimes romance is just practical. Like my wife says the most romantic thing is like coming home to a clean house, you know, at the end of a work day, you know, like the dishes are out of the sink and they're clean in the dishwasher. Like she says, that just, that that's, that's romantic. <laughs> Sarah in the live chat, most romantic thing going at Walt Disney World, sitting poolside at Banana Cabana while your laundry is going. I gotta give you a bell on that one. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, it's back to, to the email here. Caitlin says, hello, be our guest podcast crew. We're headed to Walt Disney World in September for our daughter's first birthday and bringing the most important thing, her grandparents. We're planning to have one mom and dad night out during the trip. Which of these is most romantic? Number one, Ooh. Mickey's Not So Scare Halloween Party and wearing a couple's costume. Two, monorail bar crawl and dinner at california grill or three animal kingdom lodge night safari and dinner at Jico. for reference we're staying at animal kingdom lodge and we do have a car thanks in advance for all for everything you guys do caitlin is in oh my gosh havre de grace maryland h-a-v-r-e Havre de grace that's a fancy name 
So, I'm going to eliminate number one. The costume. The couple's I agree costume. with you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's cute. Okay, you you, not, you took it up to a different level with two and three, with California Grill, the monorail pub crawl, and then Jico and a nighttime safari at Animal Kingdom. I think those two are on a different level, I, I just think, for romance, right? Do you agree? Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I'll yeah, let you pick got, between those two. It's cute, but you got, <laughs> we, we got to take it off because your two and three are just so strong and just great options, yes. So you, you pick between those two. Uh, that's what we have to do sometimes we got to eat. Like we have to put three, then somebody eliminates one. This is your sit starter bench game right here. <laughs> <laughs> totally is. So yeah, well, yeah, or trade or whatever it yeah. is. Um, I mean, I've, I've talked up California Grill so much already, like in the first few minutes of this episode, but, and I can, I can argue that Night Safari and Jico is just about as romantic as it gets. And the benefit there is that you are staying at that resort too, which is so nice. Um, but I'm going with the monorail crawl slash California Grill. And the reason I like that is because uh, it kind of reminds you of that dine, the highway in the sky dine thing that mm -hmm. we did a few years ago. They, they didn't, they offered it for a limited time and we were fortunate to be able to do it. And it was really fun just popping in to, you know, like, um, like the, to the lounge at the Polynesian or stopping somewhere it was, like the wave used to have a, like a little bar area. So we popped over there at the contemporary. It was very romantic, very cool. Like you get to try new things, see different resorts. And then you end your night at California grill, time it to magic kingdom fireworks. Um, that's something I highly encourage. If, um, you know, if this, if we're talking September, you have time where you can be right there at 60 days to find the perfect time slot so that, you know, maybe like an hour and a half, two hours before fireworks so that, you know, you can have a great meal, take your time, do dessert, appetizers, all those things, and then take your glass of wine or whatever your beverage is out to the terrace and watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks. That sounds like a perfect romantic night to me. I agree, because I've seen, I've never dined at California Grill, but I've been to a couple of special events that are held up there um, for like the agency and a couple of media things. And watching the fireworks from up top of the contemporary is remarkable. I mean... I never realized what a view it is to see them. And also from up top of, uh, of, uh, Bay Lake tower, when we've gone up there with you to see them too, it, it's a spectacular view for any Disney fan. If you ever get that opportunity, don't pass it up because you're seeing them. They're, they're kind of off center, but you're seeing them between Cinderella castle and space mountain. And it's almost like, um, like seeing the magic kingdom is like a toy set. It's, it's so beautiful. And you see the, the fireworks reflect off of Seven Seas Lagoon and you can see the uh, Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. And you see the, you know, the monorail making its way all the way around because, you know, yeah. you, you have that. It's almost like like it, it's kind of like you get over at um, uh, uh, Topolino's, right? You must get like this God view, like you're looking down on everything and everything looks like a toy set. It looks like what you have with your monorail into the Christmas tree. You can see the the boats going, the ferries going back and forth, and it's it's such a neat perspective. It's it's a really it's funny. Cool you're like you're describing like what Elizabeth always says when we're at Narcuzzi's at a different place because because that one is more on the water. And Elizabeth always says, and I know you're not a Disney animation movie guy, but I know you've seen the start of every movie where it shows the castle, the monorail going around, and like the fire. Like she always says, this is the start of every Disney movie when you watch the fireworks from Narcuzzi's. Uh, but you get that kind of same vibe almost mm -hmm. from California Grill, just at a higher level. So it's, yeah, it's, I, I love what you're I love what you're speaking there, Mike. It's I, I mean you can't go wrong with the Jico Night Safari too, but like 
I want to I want to throw in some fireworks too, you know, just the just to cap off the night. If you like fireworks, hopefully. So that's I think that's we're in agreement. That's well, the answer. You and I get greedy too. So what I would throw in is that you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, if you can do it and you have the grandparents there, try to throw in a, an ADR at Jico with the grandparents on one of the other nights, and you'll get two thirds of it. You know what I'm saying? You might not get the nighttime safari, but you know. It, Thank the grandparents for helping out. Everybody go to Jico, and at least you'll get the dinner at Jico too. Go to California Girl yeah, and Jico, and then maybe uh, do a night swim afterwards, and the grandparents can watch the kid. Maybe you can go to the the little pool bar out there too. So we got you. Now, I mean, isn't a night swim like one? That's like an underrated romantic thing. There's been many times at Old Key West because there's so many great quiet pools where we've gone for a night swim at like ten o'clock because the quiet pools are open late there, and they'll just be like us. Like in the hot tub or the pool or whatever, and like it, it was just like a cool setting. Like we just had an awesome day, and here we are, like night swimming, just like the pool to ourselves. Like it's so cool. Uh, for clarification, us would be Scott and his wife Elizabeth, <laughs> and not us. I mean, it Scott can be and us, Mike. and I'm not, not, and I'm not talking like National Lampoon with like night swimming. You know, they're making up the whole resort either. You know. Okay. Oh, we have another one here in the email. It says, "BOGP, is this romantic?" It says, "Hey, BOGP crew, is this romantic?" Uh, let's see here. Riding around in a golf cart with your husband near the French Quarter while wrapping up a fun round of golf at Disney's Lake Buena Vista Golf Course. Dusk is approaching, and you know Splitsville's loaded cheese fries are in your future. Best, Brooke from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mike, you take that one first. Like I feel like this is kind of up your alley. You love Splitsville. First of all, real tired. Yeah, I gotta say that because she's a Tuscaloosa, she's a T town. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you? So, yeah. I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. Like some people don't like sports, but I mean, you, you, you're, you're speaking my love language. I mean, not a big golfer, but I mean, you're out there. If you're a golfer and you're finishing up a round at dusk, I mean, you've had a day on the on the links out there, having a good old time, and yeah, you got to say because like I. I was just looking through my pictures from Marathon Weekend and when we went out to Disneyland just a couple days ago. And we swung by your room when you were staying at French Quarter. And I must have taken 30 shots just from like your room of the Sasagula River and the overlook over to the course over Lake Buena Vista uh, golf course. It is so stinking beautiful just in that part of the resort. You're back in building one, back where kind of. That part of French Quarter almost uh, links up to Old Key West. It's kind of back by where Old Key West is. It's gorgeous. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it does, that is such a, I mean, that is just a hidden treasure part of property because you got the you know, tree houses are going to be around the corner there. Going to Splitsville, I mean, Al, you know, Dr. Young wants a Victorian Alberts. Dude, you're talking Splitsville loaded cheese fries. Bring them on, man. That's my that's my California girl. Yes, that romance, 100%. Yes. Agreed. And like, not that we want to have all the BR guest listeners go and take all those small amount of rooms at the French Quarter, but isn't that like the most romantic resort at Walt Disney World, I feel like? Because 100%. like you got the Sasagula. It's small. And for me, Mike, it's the jazz, the jazz music that you hear like in the background loops or sometimes live. Like, don't forget Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Like you have live jazz at the resort, too. Um, just it is like it is it is the most romantic resort, I think. And it's a moderate. That's what's awesome about it. Like you don't have to pay crazy dollars to stay there either. 
Yep. And a lot of times when you check in, you get some doubloons, you get some, uh, you get some uh, beads. Right now, it'd be an awesome time to be there because it's Mardi Gras. Yeah. Right. Oh and and it's Valentine's Day, so like you got Mardi Gras and you got the the romant, most romantic day of the year. Oh man. Uh, send me some beignets ASAP right now to the studio. That's what I need, and and a king cake. And if I get the baby, I'll buy for everybody next time. Or, you know, I think that's how it, how it rolls. I'll do without the king cake, I feel like. I don't know. It's a cake. I mean, I, I don't even know. I've had a couple because they always brought them into school. I like, can put them in the teacher's lounge. and Because, like, you know, St. Louis has big Mardi Gras celebrations. I, I'm not Catholic, so I didn't really get it. But, I, you know, cake. I didn't care. Like, <laughs> but the one time I didn't even know, and I actually got the baby, and I didn't even know, like, the whole tradition of it. And, like, I almost choked. Like, nobody told me. Like, I just... <laughs> I was, you know, I was just, I was like hungry and I just started eating the thing and I'm like, there's something in here. Yeah. They did. They got to warn you. They should put like a warning on that. Okay. So also we're going to, we're going to switch gears because we have that. That's our, is this romantic questions that have been posed to us? If anybody has any in the the live chat, throw those in and we'll get those to you before. But a couple things. We had a couple of uh, cheer dads this week that had their, uh, their daughters uh, cheering down at Walt Disney world that brought home some hardware so listener JD and his daughter and her squad brought home a, a very nice, uh, I think they I think they won or got a high level title. And uh, listener Scott and his school also down at Walt Disney World this past weekend, their school did very well. So congratulations to both listeners. They were down there on Super Bowl Sunday. And God bless you for being at a cheer competition on Super Bowl Sunday at Walt Disney World. You guys are saints. And that is awesome. So we're super proud of you and your schools and enjoy those memories that you made forever. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. The romance continues. The romance, the bromance, whatever you call it. So here's what we're going to have for the remainder of today's show. We thought you might enjoy this. So Scott and I go to all the races together, right? We do this all the time. We go to Marathon Weekend. We go to Disneyland. We run all kinds of races together. We vacation together. We cruise together. We do all these trips together. We've had so many meals together. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to pick a restaurant at Walt Disney World. Probably one that we've dined at before together, which we've dined at most together. And we're going to try to pick from the menu what we think the other would order from that menu using our prior knowledge. So, for example, we'll see how this goes. I just came up with this idea this afternoon. We'll see how this works. So this might be a game you play with your significant other tonight because you obviously vacation with your significant other. So maybe while you're at a Cracker Barrel tonight, if you're fancy going out to eat or Applebee's, hey, Applebee's had that $200 deal where you could dine like once a week for the whole year. I don't know if you guys got that or not. What? But, uh, $200? You didn't see that? It was like, a <laughs> no, I did not. It was on social media. You get this pass for 200 bucks. You could get like a date night thing for like once a week for, I think a whole year. I don't know if it was real or not. Maybe not. Um, Okay, so here's where we're going. We're going to go, because we did this before in the past. One year, in 2017, we both stayed at the Boardwalk for Marathon Weekend, right? And we've talked about this on the show. We went to Trattoria El Forno, like, all the time. It, 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 it must, the restaurant must have been pretty new back then. We went there for breakfast a lot. But, so pull that one up. Pull Trattoria El Forno. Okay, yep. pull, yeah, pull that up. up. Okay, so pull it up for dinner. We're going to go there for dinner. All right, so I got to decide what I think you would have for dinner out of the dinner menu, so I'm trying to pull it up. Out of the 
This is this is romantic. So this is I, I'm already I'm already really enjoying this. I'm excited that you and I are going to have this nice meal together on the boardwalk of all places. Yeah, I know we're going to the boardwalk here. So now, okay, so we're here, and I'm trying to see here from the from the trattoria because we've got to have we got pasta up here for Valentine's Day. So I'm looking at the menu here, and I'm not gonna look at the. There's too many beverages, but I'm just gonna look. Am I on the dinner menu? I think I'm on breakfast. Oh, here it is, dinner. So for an appetizer, I'm looking and thinking. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I'm trying to think. You would probably get. My problem is I can't read half this stuff because it's all fancy. <laughs> what do you get that? Right. Do you always get that? The big cheese thing, the big cheese ball. Is that not? Is this the place? Where oh, the Arancini. Is that? I'm trying to think what that is, but you also get the uh, the charcuterie board, which I got to hit the bell. I like that. Sometimes. I like that too. But what's that cheese thing called on here? Just to, I'm trying. Kind of so in. I'm trying to load up is the it, menu still. So I apologize. That's okay. But then I'm, I'm more I'm more going for entrees. But I was just look at the appetizers because they look good here. You oh yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm doing. I mean, if, if we're going out for a romantic meal, Mike, I'm getting an appetizer, and especially if you're buying, I'm getting an appetizer, a cocktail, an entree, and a dessert. I'm doing, well, I'm, I'm doing it all today. But I, I was thinking because if we're going, yeah, if we're going to to there, you're going to get an appetizer, and I'm thinking it's that cheese ball, but I can't remember what it because everything's got that fancy name here. So I'm just getting to this. <laughs> There's a is, lot of restaurants at Walt Disney World. If you open up like just all the dining, it takes like seven to eight scrolls for me to finally get there so i'm almost there about to view the menu so i apologize you know this is live podcast i know i just i went to the mouse for less and just clicked on it so i don't know let's see so i got i don't know if bruschetta is that is bruschetta cheese i'm so bad at this i don't know what cheese is i know so you would get a charcuterie board i know you'd have that like for the table that's your thing for the table so I like a, things for the table, yeah. but you're missing something on there that I would do instead of an app. Instead of like an, a traditional appetizer on the menu, I would actually order something different. Well, you would get a pizza. Appetizer. You would get a pizza for the table. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So you would probably get the margarita pizza is what I'm guessing. Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, you, you like that. Margarita done pizza. Before you, me and Wade, we shared you, me and Wade shared a table mm-hmm. there for dinner once. We, and we ordered that we did. for our table. It was good. Okay. So that's, so we'd have, okay. So we'd have a margarita pizza. Probably that that uh, charcuterie board. Damn, this is gonna be a big bill, and that cheese ball. But for your entree, I'm looking at the entrees just for the sake of time. Man, it's kind of hard though because they got steaks, they have swordfish, shrimp, lasagna, chicken parm, plant-based bolognese, and I don't even know what ganache is. It's a good menu, man. I'm, I'm getting hungry. I know, dude. This is killing me because I, I, I hope we can there. reenact this. I know, seriously. I would say you're gonna get the uh, the steak Florentine. What would you pick if you like? This, so this is what the, the exercise is. If we're going there right now, I'm gonna guess. And what would you get? I would say you get the steak Florentine. If we're, if we're going there right now, yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna do the chicken parmesan, the the breaded parmesan. Ah, that's a good. Call. Um, because it's more like I mean. It's more like an Italian restaurant, and like my mind just instantly goes to like pastas. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I can't get a steak there either. Like I love getting the steak at Mama Melrose. I mean, that's what I always get there. That's true. That's um, I was thinking. But, but I really, um, I think I would, I would, I would go to the chicken parmesan. But I'm not mad about your order here. I, I, lo- I like what you're getting me, Mike. So I appreciate it. If you want to give me the steak, go ahead and give me the steak. I'm no, I, I was just trying to guess what. You, well, okay, so yeah. now 
I really don't usually even get it. I okay. What do you think I would get here, real quick? Okay, so, we so flip it over. the server comes to our table. And I'm gonna say, pardon me, but I'm ordering for my friend tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I, I don't know if you would go with this route, but you say often like, oh, my family doesn't like seafood. You know, I can never get seafood things. Yep. So, and this isn't very like seafoody, but I would. I think you would go with the calamari tonight. Ooh, I've never, um, I don't think I've had that, but I'd try it. Would you try it? Yeah, I probably would. I mean, when I look at these, I mean, I know you like a salad too. So I like, do love I, a good salad. I think the salad is a safe choice for you. Yep. But uh, I'm feeling the calamari for some reason on this evening. I might. Yeah, I might. Um, now for entrees. You know what I'm getting from my entree here. I know, I know. It, and I know you love to talk about it because um, it is served. It, it, the way it's served is very unique. You're getting the lasagna. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is yes. the best lasagna on property because it's so cool looking. It looks like a butterfly yeah. or something. I mean, honestly, that's what I wanted, but to be like different yeah. <laughs> from you. like Because like, I don't know if I told you about my brother. When you go out to dinner with my brother, he has to order last because <laughs> he wants to make sure he doesn't order something that anyone else has ordered. But does he get mad when people order what he wants? No, no. He's got like five or six things like ready to go. Oh, like, see. He's kind of funny like that. Oh, man. Um. But not only are you going to do the lasagna, Mike, because um, there are sides you can get. Like, you like to have bread on the table, right? I, I, like mean, I know bread, we got yeah. the, the flat bread from the pizza, but you're going to also do a side of garlic bread as well. Because, like, garlic bread and lasagna, like, they have to go together. Well, so see, the, oh, there's and the side is where that thing was. It wasn't in the appetizers. It's in the sides, that, that garlic ball thing. It's the right arancini. There. Yep. Yeah, the arancini. Mm -hmm. I was looking for it in the appetizers, but it's in the sides. Yeah, that's, yep. what, that's what I was thinking of. Because that yep. thing's good. It's Holy really good. Smokes. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the garlic bread too. I think yeah. maybe we could share the garlic bread. Maybe oh, we yeah. each get like a half. Yeah. It'd be like a, like a lady in the tramp situation. Okay. Exactly. So what, what's the best dessert? So I don't usually get dessert because I usually like to wait till later to get ice cream. Like I'm an ice you cream do. dude right before bed kind of guy. Well, look, you can get your, I, cause that's what I was going to get. I was going to get the gelato for you because gelato. you like ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. So choice of milk, chocolate, vanilla, pistachio, or something else. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would do chocolate, maybe, or vanilla. Yeah, I'd probably go chocolate. Yeah. It's Batiramisu, man. That looks pretty good in the picture, though. Is that good if that's, you had that? That's what I would want. That's yeah. what I would want is the tiramisu. All right, you pick a restaurant. Let's go somewhere else. Let's so, kind of try to we're, guess. We're going very romantic here, Mike. <laughs> Where are we going? I, I want to take you here just because I've never been. Okay, um, that's good. And I feel like. You know, this could be a nice bros night, right? Yep. We are going to Disney Springs. We're going to dine at T-Rex okay, for our romantic here. dinner. Disney Springs. Where, let me find Disney Springs. I had to pick Disney Springs. Oh boy, and this is this is quite the menu. Um, Yeah, so while you're bowling that up. You said um, T-Rex? T-Rex. Holy cow. Okay, here we go. I've never So we're going to be it. we're going to be dining with the dinosaurs, you know. It's going to be a dinerific uh meal that we're going to have here. And Holy right god. off the bat, my appetizer because this is a romantic episode oh, yeah. and it says it says for two. Oh yeah, on there. I see what we're, I know we're getting, people. dude. I know we're getting. I see it. I see it. We're going to do the Colosso beef. Yeah, gotcha. Here we are. Here we are. Bring them. I mean, I almost want to add the chili con queso too, but like, I know you want to order those nachos and maybe you'll be kind enough to share with me. You know, it looks just like straight up normal, like bar food nachos, right? And that's Got not bad. Dude. Jack, cheddar cheese, black beans, pico, chives, and sour cream. Those are nachos. It's only 29. I mean, only 2099, but it's for two people. Right. I mean, you probably could order that. 
I mean, that, that would be more like your whole meal, though. Like, you don't want to just have nachos, you know? No. So, yeah, I think it makes sense for us to do it, too. So, <laughs> Beef nachos, I'm ordering that for your entree. I mean, your appetizer. I'm going to skip the soup and salads because we're going to be, like, pretty – that's a pretty heavy Dude, entree. That's, you know? that's be pretty super cool. heavy, yeah. That, I think and you might be ordering that. something for me, too. I don't even know. Yeah. You might get another one. Oh, but, my gosh. Um, Let's see what we There's got so here. many soups and salads here. Like, this is a huge menu. Like, this, I never really looked at it. Yeah, because aren't um, they owned by the people that own Rainforest? Like, aren't they known yeah, for, like, yeah. this huge it's, menu? It's okay, menu. Yeah, yeah, okay. I love the names of these, so I'm going to skip the burgers and sandwiches. I don't see you order burgers very often. I know you like them. I do, but, um, yeah, I just don't like to waste my time on stuff like that. I like to go It would be fun things. to say to the server, and my friend would like a Megasaurus burger. I mean, that just rolls that off would the be tongue fun. so well, though. But I'm skipping that. Um... I'm just looking here. I mean, it just it just goes on it does, and on. man. Holy cow, man. But There's what, so many things. But what I think I'm going to do for you, Mike, is under the carnivore section of the menu. By the way, this menu is kind of fun when you actually look at These it. These names are unreal. Yeah. I'm I'm going with the Boneyard Buffet for you because um, it's a little sampler. And I know you like samplers. You're like You do like to do that at um, at a 50s primetime. You get like the like a sampler, like you know, where you get the meatloaf and the chicken and all that. But here you're going to get a uh, roasted rotisserie chicken, slow roasted St. Louis barbecue ribs, which I know you like, even though you're from St. Louis. Oh, yeah. I know you yeah, have pork, you like pork those ribs. ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be some seasoned fries. And I listened to an old podcast episode because, you know, I fall behind sometimes and I, I like to listen to the ones I'm not on. You talked about how. Your grandma like had to put like coleslaw like on like your on your pulled pork, pork or something. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, pulled pork sandwiches in St. Louis, you got to put yeah. coleslaw on it. Yeah, yeah. That's what you said. So, so you said you love your coleslaw. So this does not have coleslaw. I mean, does not have pork, but the I mean the ribs are pretty close enough, I would say. So and it comes with the coleslaw. So I feel like this is a, oh, a yeah. Mike Roman specialty meal here, and it's called the Boneyard Buffet. I mean, it's just a cool name, dude. I'm going here. I'm kidding, <laughs> right? I'm kidding, Aren't man. you? Dude, I'm getting ADR for this place, dude. That is, this is speaking my love, love language but right you here. See, like what else? I mean, you got like a, a pot pie. Like where can you get a pot pie at Disney? Like I feel like well, that doesn't happen. And right above that, look at this. I mean, the meteor meatloaf, like homemade meatloaf, yeah. barbecue sauce, red skinned mashed potatoes, seasonal vegetables, and fried onion strings. Holy yeah. cow! While you're getting entertainment by dinosaurs. Oh, God, I know. Like, dude, who does not like dinosaurs? Like, why is this place not more popular? It is popular, though. It is popular, yeah. But nobody is. ever talks about it. But this place is No one ever does. Popular. That's why I pulled it. I've never looked at this menu before in my life. I thought it'd be like a fun joke thing to bring it up. But it's it's got some interesting options here. It's a pretty big menu. Dude, Scott. Um, we've we'll done, save the dessert we, for last. Real quick, though. But. We've done... 2436 shows we've actually we've done about 2500 shows plus yeah i don't think we've ever talked about t-rex and it, <laughs> dude, i'm so glad you brought this up this place is unbelievable like <laughs> dude it's only 20 i mean i know it's all relative but it's only 26 bucks for that thing like that's bar yeah. meatloaf with potatoes vegetables and onion rings come on i know and i almost got and i dinosaurs. almost said I almost ordered for you the fish and chips. So I was like, ah, I saw my man will go to the UK pavilion at some point on this trip and get, get them there. So I, I passed on the, on the fish and chips. We'll talk about dessert later. I want to know what you're ordering for me. Yeah, I know. I'm stuck on that. So, okay. So let me look here. So man, there's, you're right, man. This place has got some good stuff. Now here's the question though. Like what it's popular because kids like 
dinosaurs, right? Well, I wonder what the quality of the food is. It, it, it's not going to be the best because um, I've been. So we have a rainforest actually like an hour and a half from our house. So we've been to I never been to the rainforest at Walt Disney World. And I know it's a T-Rex, but they're very similar. Um, and the menu is not the best. You're, you're, you're really paying for like that that atmosphere that we talked about earlier on in the episode. Now, I'm not saying this is the most romantic atmosphere, <laughs> the T-Rex. But um, I don't think the food quality is going to be as great. But it, it's an option. And honestly, like compared to other restaurants at Walt Disney World, this seems to be on par price-wise, you know? So you're kind of paying the premium for the dinosaurs. I like. think. But I mean, the dinosaur, I've been in. It's, I, I did go in here when they, this was God, forever ago, when they had the rededication of Disney Spring. When they, when they opened the... Um, the section where Sprinkles is. What's what's that okay, called? Yeah. The, the center town or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Center town sounds about right, yeah. Like, they sent us on a scavenger hunt before it was open one morning, and you got to go in and get little trinkets from all the places. They sent us in T-Rex. I'd never been in there. We didn't get to eat anything, but you got to, like, tour the place. And I was like, this place is super cool. Um, but I've never eaten here. But I, I do now... Now you got to. I've never looked at the menu. This place. Okay. So here's what I think. You got to be there on 60 days. Cause we were talking about this place does book fast. So yeah, I know you don't, you make your ADRs like uh, maybe like a I day know. or two before you got to be, you got to look at it before your cruise this summer. You maybe got to look at well, this. So we're just going to, I know breaking news. Like we're getting ready. To, we're started planning out our cruise, like our port adventures and stuff. Cause it's coming up and like we're 140 days out, I think from our cruise. And, uh, Man, it's I, dude, this is gonna be fun. Like I've, because I've never been to these islands. We're gonna rent some jeeps and do some like canopy tour, okay. like zip lining and stuff. But um, we're just gonna go down one night before, like you know, stay on property, not go to the parks. Maybe this is the place we go, go to. T Rex. <laughs> this is it. I think this is it. I think this is what we're gonna do. But okay. I'm hungry, Mike. What am I ordering? Okay, what yeah, are you I know. Yeah, I know. Back to this. Okay, so because <laughs> it's gonna be our, probably our last restaurant because we already just flew through. Here's what I. This is not something I think that you picked out, but I think you would enjoy this for an appetizer okay. besides our nachos for two, which I think we'll pay for later, but it'd be good. Yeah. Roasted chicken Alfredo flatbread. Doesn't that sound good? That sounds unusual, sounds but yeah. it sounds awesome, right? I mean, it's like a little Italian, but I mean, it's got like chicken Alfredo flatbread. That sounds good. Sounds great to me. I mean, Alfredo sauce, which... Could be sketchy at a place like T-Rex, not going to lie. <laughs> That's you know? true. I didn't think of that. That's like, it, it's probably coming out of a jar somewhere. Um, but, um, but you know, like you got the roasted chicken, the spinach, cherry tomatoes on a, on a nice little piece of bread. You know, it sounds good. And we already did the nachos, so we need something a little different. Like the chili con queso sounded good, but I, I like I like, I like like that, Mike. I will accept that order for my appetizer. Man, I just so... Yeah, I don't. This it's so. Here's my my dilemma though, because you got a place. What is T Rex Cafe? Because they have pastas. Is it a pasta restaurant? It's not an Italian restaurant. It's a, it's a dine. I mean, it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a dinosaur, dinosaur themed restaurant. It's Applebee's. It's a dinosaur Applebee's. Is it, so is it? It's not a pasta restaurant. It's not Italian. Is is it a seafood restaurant? I don't think so. Like it's, name, it's don't you love the names like the prehistoric? I do. Like the tar pit fried shrimp. You know what I'm saying? Like the you know crustacean is a great one. The, yeah, the Sunset Isle si salmon. Like I don't know. Like what? I mean, the burgers all have great names. Like, do you go? And the, I, that, that's my thing. Like, where do I go with this? I don't know if you got to the enhancements. You can add on a Jurassic salad. Or a small Caesar Soros salad. 
Is, is this like Jungle Cruise of dinosaurs over here? Like with these puns? Like I just love this menu. The names. So I'm either going to get go with you and get you. God, I don't know, man. Because you got me something super good. I Here's what I'm going to get you. Because I think this is one of the best. Ale and Compass has one of these that's awesome. And I, okay. I, I think maybe this could be a sleeper hit. It, it uh, T-Rex. The pot roast pot pie. Oh, okay. This okay. to me sounds kind of good, and it's a little bit off the radar here. So slow-cooked pot roast, roasted carrots, celery, mushrooms, and onions, red-skinned mashed potatoes, rich brown gravy topped with a crusted biscuit. Okay. That's that a little heavy. Good. Now, dude, now, if we have that with the nachos and that flatbread, we're dead. Like, dude, I mean, we're, we're dead, we're and you're dead. eating like ribs and. Dude, we're like, dead. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, call the call the call the medics. I mean, that's it, a unique that's a unique item. I'm glad you went with that. I mean, and it might not be something I would normally seek out and order, but you know, I'm not gonna tell you like, no, Mike, I don't want that. Like, I'm I'm intrigued by the pot roast pot pie. That is, that'd be good. This this menu is unbelievable. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so funny. Well, there's one other thing that so say there were a lot of us there, not just us. Like we, yeah. we bring some buds. The Super Saurus sampler for four. Did you see that at the top? I mean, we probably could have done that. We could honestly. we could totally so marathon weekend. We do this, right? Before we like sketch out, we 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 run the dopey. We're gonna leave, we're gonna head to Disneyland in a couple weeks. Check this out. Cheesy skillet meatballs, Nashville hot boneless wings, chili con queso, caprizi flatbread, and mozzarella sticks. Oh, you can and add, you can add some yeah. St. Louis ribs if you want said an extra charge for 12 more bucks that's the whole meal that's a whole i mean Dude. we could have just gone and, and gotten that in a dessert get that and throw in the pot pie the pot roast pot pie dude you're done you're so done but i oh, yeah this place uh, yeah this place and then go down to splitsville and get a pizza and bowl a couple couple games and you're just done i mean that's yep. it I mean, it's, Are you going to go with the tropical painkiller as as your drink? Is that what they got? I didn't even look at uh, that. I didn't. Make I mean, the cocktail, far. the yeah. cocktails are something too. The tropical um, painkiller. That sounds you know like what? something I would need. You know, I like my old fashions, well, that, Mike. Yeah, you need the prehistoric. I'm going to go I with the prehistoric. That's, what I saw. that's exactly what I saw. <laughs> totally, you totally need that agave nectar. Yeah, house made. That's why cinnamon. these episodes are fun. Like you said, we never really talked about T Rex on here. You've done 2,500 episodes. You said. And here we are. We just like dissected the T-Rex and the, is this romantic episode? I think I'm going to get the Natarita. Natarita. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's cool. Name. No, Lava the, flow, caveman, caveman, caveman punch. Yeah. <laughs> these, these, uh, Whoever yeah. like someone had fun creating. They did. They, I think it's the tropical painkiller though for 13 bucks. I'd have to get yeah, that. There you go. Hey, available in a souvenir glass for 16 uh, yeah. extra. Anyway, that's it's fun. That is this romantic for 2024. The ladies weren't here, so that's the best we could do. It's Valentine's Day. We took each other out to eat to a couple cool places. There we go. We went we to an fun. Italian place. We went to a place with dinosaurs <laughs> and ribs and Mechanical everything. Dinosaurs you could ever and nachos. We didn't nachos. even look at the burger. I'm sure the burger, the Megasaurus burger, whatever it is, I'm sure it's great. Oh, I'm sure anything. I mean, that's a good thing about T Rex, dude. I, Anything you get at this place is probably mediocre and just greasy and good. I'm yep. just, it's probably like bowling alley food, which I mean, if yep. you go to a bowling alley, you can't, you can't really go wrong. There I, you go. That's what I said. I mean, we, we had a question about Splitsville with the romantic. So yeah. So there we go. So good. 
All right, so we are going to be back. Lister questions coming your way on Friday. Hope you have a great Valentine's Day, so stay tuned for that. Also, breaking news, don't forget, I forgot to say this at the top of the show, we're going to have a live call-in show tomorrow night, Thursday. That would be February 15th, because we didn't have one on Sunday night. Obviously, we had the Super Bowl. And what we're going to do is, we're, I don't have a, uh, a trip report show for Monday, because obviously we record those on Wednesday nights. And this Wednesday night tonight, obviously, is Valentine's Day. And I didn't want to ask anybody to record a trip report on Valentine's Day because that's kind of mean. So we're going to do a call-in show tomorrow night, Thursday night. So give us a call. We could talk about all the news of the week. We could talk about whatever you want, mini trip reports. We'll put that out on Monday for the uh, for the podcast feed and uh, just have a little bit of different kind of kickoff to the week next week. So join me tomorrow night. All the places. I think Scott's going to join us as well, just like we do on Sunday nights. But it'll be tomorrow night, Thursday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. All the places. Give us a call. We'll talk Disney for an hour. So join us for that. All right. Don't forget the show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. You know the details. We'd love to help you plan a great Disney vacation. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who make all these shows possible over at patreon.com slash Podcast. And uh, you can become a patron just $5 a month and you'll get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. A little bit of talking this week about the uh, Super Bowl, some of the commercials and lessons learned during the Super Bowl and a couple other things. Just a, a fun show. We just talk about what's going on this week behind the scenes here at the show. Uh, don't forget, you can give Scott a follow at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at BR Guest Mike, and we'd love to talk to you. And of course, we'll talk to you tomorrow night for the live call show. Please, uh, you know, get Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you for that, too. All right. We're going to be back again tomorrow night. We'll be back again on Friday with listener questions. We love talking to you. So join us for that. So until then, for Scott, I'm Mike wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. We love having you as a listener. We love having you as a friend. So thank you for that. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and happy Valentine's Day. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.